Cheers guys and welcome to a new episode of the Astari Vision Crypto Shorts. Today's topic, decentralization. Rather than beginning with the definition of the term itself, today we will begin with explaining the opposite first. Centrality. Here's what Wikipedia says. Centrality refers abstractly to the degree of concentration of structural or controlling elements of a system in only one or only a few places. The term decentralization thus describes structures in which the components of a system function more or less independently and are distributed among several places. That's still kind of wordy, isn't it? Maybe let's take an example. Before I had my first bank account, I had a savings book. If I ever wanted to deposit money or withdraw money from it, I had to take this book out of my cupboard at home, take it with me to the bank and have my money withdrawn there at the cash desk. Since I only had this one savings book and no copy existed, I naturally didn't take it with me everywhere, for fear of losing it. So the savings book was stored at home, centrally. But since money in banks is generally not a good example for decentralization, here's a better one. Perhaps you know it from the movies, telephone exchanges. If you wanted to call someone in the early 90s, you couldn't just call someone and talk to them, but were talking to a nice lady from the switchboard who then connected you to the person you actually wanted to talk to. With the expansion of the mobile phone networks, the advantages of decentralization have become very clear. These days mobile phones do not communicate directly with each other, but via mobile phone antennas, which translate the signals to a base station and forward them to the desired location. Depending on how well the network is developed, you might not even notice if one of the base stations isn't working properly, simply because another station will take over instantly to make up for the one that isn't working. Thus, the phone network is organized in a decentralized way. Okay, I hope that has made the difference between centralized and decentralized networks a bit easier to understand. Let's move on to the blockchain. A blockchain consists of many, many copies that are distributed and secured in a decentralized manner of hundreds of thousands of servers worldwide. This ensures that there is always at least one copy of the blockchain at any given time. With a blockchain, you can always assume that there are basically tens of billions of copies available worldwide to secure the blockchain. A rather dramatic analogy, but one that makes it very clear how secure the blockchain is due to the principle of decentralization is, even if half the earth was destroyed by a catastrophe, the blockchain would continue to exist because it's secured in a decentralized manner. I admit this example is rather drastic, but it's true. And to be fair, knowing that valuables such as money, title deeds or contracts can still be reliably secure and allocated to the right person is somewhat soothing. In conclusion, centrality does have its perks. However, there are also good alternatives that can help make certain things more secure and access to them more flexible. The blockchain therefore thrives on decentralization, which means that it can be used in a wide variety of areas and in the near future it will certainly be hard to imagine areas of transmission, storage and allocation of important data without this new technology. In this sense, thank you for listening and feel free to let me know what topics you would like to learn more about via our new Istari Vision Instagram channel. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Cheerio, your Sabrina.